All right, welcome to season two of Sturgeon Outdoors. As always, I'm your host, Nolan, and joined with Taylor. So, those of you who are wondering, what happened? Well, guess what? We took a break. It happens. Took a break and had a little bit of rest and relaxation, and now we're back. You got to relax. I didn't bit. get to relax at all, dude. I mean, I got I have four kids, so obviously I didn't get to relax. I got two at home, and I work constantly. I work. That's what I could say, without getting anybody, any certain people mad at what I would wanted to say. Um, I work a lot. That really means he doesn't. But let's get back to some outdoor talk. All right. So Taylor, the hottest thing going on right now, as far as Lake Erie, do you know what it is? My countdown to when it thought when it freezes over, so we don't get that snow. <laughs> nah, not quite, not quite. But blowing up all over TikTok, Facebook, you're seeing memes about it. It's a huge walleye tournament scandal. All right. So these guys, pretty much, what happened is they were stuffing the fish with weights, pliers, fillets, just to make uh, the fish weigh a little bit more. Like, okay, and I, I know what you're talking about because I've seen it, but, like, top, top prize was, like, 23,000, 29,000 something, right? It was, like, it was 30K. So that so that team, so it was, what, two people? Yep. So they did that. My first thought is, I don't know how they made it out alive because I saw the videos, I saw TikTok and all that. I don't know how they made it out alive. I know the guy, I heard the guy say, all right, we want them just to leave, don't bother them. They got bothered. I mean, they really got bothered. Okay. Yeah, I for anyone who saw the video, people were pissed. And rightfully so. Uh, I guess from what I was reading about it, they've been suspected of cheating for a while. And they just finally ended up getting caught. Now, my whole thing about it is, I don't know, fishing's kind of more of a a gentleman reputation sport than it is like a football or anything like that, where it's more of a team oriented. So you got to think like they lost all their sponsorships. I doubt they'll be allowed in any tournaments again. Like they pretty much just for $30,000, they lost their entire career. I don't, I I think it was more than $30,000 because I, I don't know how many tournaments they were in before, how much they won before. Mm -hmm. If say that one tournament is thirty grand, say they're in ten of those, and say mm-hmm. they won, three hundred grand. They actually got DQ'd from a hundred thousand dollar tournament. Well, for the same thing, the, yeah, because the guy couldn't pass a polygraph about how he caught his fish. Honestly, I think that should have been red flag number one. They shouldn't have been allowed in any tournaments until that's all squared away. And well, and then the, and then I saw that the tournament president or whatever said like that he thought it was wrong because I mean, if you run that thing long enough, you know how big things are, how much yep. they should weigh, how yep. much all this. Like, you can't fool. Like the old saying, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Oh, absolutely. And they tried and. Clearly, it didn't work. Let me tell you, I'm not to a level as a tournament walleye fisherman. But I can tell you the difference between a four-pound and an eight-pound walleye. That's pretty obvious, especially when you measure, per se, they're each 
five bag limits and you have 30 teams. So for say you have 30 fish that are roughly the same size, except one's double the weight without like looking like a big fat fish. Yeah, that's going to get some red flags, okay? These guys are just weighing fish all day long, and you think that you can pull a fast one like that on it. It's just, ah, uh, as, as a fisherman, it's infuriating because it's like, come on, is it really worth that? You had, you had everything going for it. You had the sponsors. Even if you didn't win first prize, you still get paid. Is it and like, are those tournaments like you get paid no, even if you just compete, or is it just no, like top no, prizes? No. I, uh, I want to say top three. So top three, but on top of that, you're getting, you're getting paid already by your sponsors. Right. I mean, so it's not, the money's there. What are you trying to do? What right. are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, it's great to say, hey, I won this, but you're risking your entire career every single time you go out. I mean, at this point, they got to go back to their day jobs because they're not allowed to fish anymore. So, and I mean, it's not even like it's a significant amount of weight. Yeah. If you were to add maybe a pound, it probably could have went unnoticed. Yeah, I mean, when you're you, doubling it up. Yeah. That's when you're. That's when you're going to get caught. You're getting cocky. I think at that point they should have. I mean, you can't do it for every boat, but they should have like a judge or referee or just a witness mm-hmm. on the boat. Someone unaffiliated, like. You go out in the community, hey, you want to make 20 bucks? Or right. I mean, it has to be bigger than that, but same idea. Like, you go up to a kid, hey, you want to make 20 bucks? Mow my lawn. Mm-hmm. You want to make 100 bucks? Stay on this boat. Make sure they do everything right. Done. Yeah, I mean, you got to think as far as, like, big bass competitions, you have the camera guy there. Yeah. But, I mean, th- Grant, this is not the same caliber as that. It's kind of a, it's like a local tournament series. But, yeah, I, I watched the video of the, uh, the chairman, and he's he made an p- apology about his actions for getting so upset because he's like, a lot of the big things we do is reach out to the youth. And he goes, my behavior was not appropriate for the youth because I was mad and I was upset at these guys. So I really, I got to commend him for doing that. No, no, like he can apologize, but he has every right to be upset. He oh. sits there and stands for everything. I'm sure they signed a paper to do this. Sure, I'm, I'm sure they signed something about integrity of the competition, integrity of this, and they're going to do that? Nah. Mm-hmm. If they made it to their cars that night and made it home to their families, they're lucky. I'm not saying that I would do anything because, like, if you do that, that's on you. You sleep with that at night. Mm-hmm. But I know some people who would follow them home and make sure they got home safe. Yeah, absolutely. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I'm happy that – you know, I'm happy that they said that. They're like, you know, don't touch these guys, don't do anything. And I'm also happy that they reported everything to DEC and, you know, try starting to open up criminal investigation about it. Because at the very least, it's like theft or attempted robbery or something like that. Right. At the very, you know, at like maximum, it could be like endangering the welfare of wild animals, you yeah. know? When you're cutting up fish and shoving it down a fish's throat, mm-hmm. guess what? That's I mean, messed that's, up. You know, that's that. I, just the morality of that. Listen, alone. I at this point, like I said, I just hope they can sleep at night knowing what they did, because like, you don't do that. Not do it. honestly. I'm a little fired up about it. Like I cannot. There's no competition that I want to win that bad, where I'm about to just lose, where. Literally, it's every single 
part of my livelihood is on the line and I'm cheating to try and I could never do it. That's way too high of a risk. I'd rather catch the fish, be honest. I was reading one report that stated that they would have actually won had they not stuffed the fish. They will have won by about six pounds. But because of their greed and everything else, they were, they, they were competing scared is what it was. It wasn't even greed. It was them competing scared because they always want to be the best. You want those people. It, it's At that point, you just want your name on the top. And they'll do anything they can to do it, just like you have your you have your NFL people juicing. Yeah. You have, I don't know, you have your baseball players with the pine tar. Yeah. You have all of that. Tom Brady with deflated balls. I, mean, <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> see? I was waiting for it. I knew that there was something about Tom Brady about to come up. But but still, like, you you can't do that. You, no. You, you really can't. That's like, I don't know. I don't know how someone can just live like that and do whatever. Like Typically, you got to think fishermen and outdoorsmen in general are all about nature. You know, they get into it because they love nature. They get into it because they they like to be outdoors and they like to do things outdoors. That's pretty much how it kind of all starts. And to just completely disrespect nature where you're stuffing like stuffing fish with weights that's just uncalled for absolutely uncalled for big shame on them i honestly i don't know what else to say about it but i'm i'm glad it's blown up as big as it has and Dude, i'm glad well, that people are seeing you know what these guys did and they're seeing the repercussions because now if someone else is doing that same thing they're going to think twice about it there, because there's going to be new measures in place where people are going to be like, okay, yep, so now they're going to do this, 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 and this to prevent this from happening because of how this ended up here. Mm-hmm. And good. I hope that I, – I really hope that they succeed. Listen, you're getting heated about this. I, I, like, I, listen, there's I can, a reason. So, so for people – nobody knows this, but like for the first time ever, we're in person recording. Ever. So, listen, you're getting heated. I'm changing the topic real quick. Nolan went hunting this weekend, or he said he was going. Um, it was opening of bow season this Saturday, last yep. Saturday, right? Yep, Saturday. Yep. Um, so how'd that go? Uh, let me tell you, it was cold. A huge temperature drop. I well, you didn't go out till the evening, though, right? I didn't go out till the evening. No, no I mean, no, that's. No. I mean, you have the temperature drop, or you could have the temperature gain if you went out in the morning. Right. But, you know, you got to hunt when you can yeah, so I had uh, I had the afternoon, evening free, so I decided to go out there, kind of uh, really just check around, see what's going on, see what, you know, any fresh deer signs since the last time I've been up. I went and checked out one of my tree stands because there's been a lot of storms lately. I just wanted to make sure everything was all still nice and tight. I ended up sitting in there and didn't really see much. I was actually shocked about the amount of mosquitoes I saw, though. Like for some reason there's a, <clears throat> for some reason there's still a whole bunch of mosquitoes out, and they're Wasn't just it flying like all over there. Fifties, like middle fifties on Saturday night too. It dropped down to forty six, I think. And there's mosquitoes. Smallest. Yeah. Don't they like die eventually? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're supposed to. Okay. Be, cold weather is not supposed to be their friend. 
And here they are coming after me in the woods on a 46 degree night. Perfect. Yeah, I was like, perfect. I, I was, seriously, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what? What's what's going on here? You're killing me right now. Like, last thing I want is to be sitting there, kind of like you know, bundled up a little bit, have my eyes showing, and then there's just mosquitoes buzzing by your head. Drives me nuts. I mean, <laughs> that's the that's the last thing you think you'd see. Like, yeah. So you went. So all your stands were up because, like I said, I know we've gotten some terrible weather. Like, I feel like we've been living in Seattle lately. Over yeah, here, like, like honestly, because even like with my work, I haven't been able to work every day mm-hmm. because it's been raining so much and everything's soup. It's been really wet, and then there's also been some strong winds going on. Oh yeah. So my main goal was I kind of went to one of one of my spots, and I just wanted to kind of see. I planned on sitting there anyway, so I just kind of wanted to see what was going on with it, see if there's any down trees, down branches. I know my property sits at on a hill. And I know the top of the hill got hit hard. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of down down branches, down trees. It's it's bad. So yeah. I wanted to kind of see on the lower part how it's looking, what's going on. So I just kind of took a little walk from the bottom right up to about, you know, mid-hill, right where my stand sits. And luckily there it really wasn't too bad. It seemed to have... You know, you definitely had that mud. You definitely had that wet ground. But as far as actual branches, as far as trees down, I didn't see any. So thumbs up. Also didn't see any deer. But that's the that's the joys of it being opening day is you still got time. Well, I mean, you had all the time last year. And what happened then? I mean, I know. That I know. Shot high. Shot low. Didn't shoot. Yeah, it's one of those any, things. Any... Any deer you get this year is an improvement on last year. And though, like we said before, like, well, I said it before. You get it, and I'm available. I will come help. See, I was, you know, the problem with last year was I was coming off that high of my nice buck from the year before. You know, I was coming in all confident. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here, bang out some deer, no problem. And sure enough, I didn't. Do what I should have, which was, you know, stop, take a breath, really evaluate this situation, evaluate the shot. So, yeah, I did have the one, you know, I took a shot at a doe and it ended up going right underneath her. I was happy it didn't touch her at all. You know, there was there was no hair, there was no blood. It was like, ah, you just clean shot right underneath. So this year, you know, it, it was a very humbling experience last year and this year it's just going to be... All right, let's see what's going on. Let's tr- let's make this happen. Let's get it going. And yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like I said, the season just started, so I really just want to see what the season brings. Um, oh, another key point is we've been having a lot of cold weather here too. The cold, dude. The cold's been terrible. Like the last couple of days, I've been out weed whacking, and it's been about eight thirty, nine o'clock once we get everything, get the equipment, get everything we need. It's 36 out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of those things, it's it's great for hunting because, you know, you love to see those those hot days and the cold mornings and the cold evenings. That's great for hunting. It gets the deer up, gets them moving. But, you know, out there sitting in a stand where you walk in and it's 60, 
and by the time you walk out, it's 40, you know, it's, it's, it's draining on you. It's one of those things that you got to account for as soon as you get up there. I know I like to walk in light and kind of have, you know, light mobile clothes on, but after a while, after sitting there, you get chilly. Yeah. You got to kind of, you know, either figure something out or I'll always throw like a jacket or a vest or something inside my backpack and kind of take it up with me. So that's how I kind of combat it. But even then, 60 to 40 is a huge drop and it, it gets cold. It does. Absolutely. It gets cold, dude. And especially like now the sun's going down earlier. Mm-hmm. Everything is just frozen. Oh, you want to know something that happened to me at work today? What? We got done doing our last job, um, driving down the road, not even thinking about it. I look over, and this is like right down, right down the road from my uncle's, mm-hmm. and there's like seven cows running through a backyard, oh, really? into a into a creek, and then into someone else's backyard. I'm just I just looked. I didn't say anything. I'm like, hey, um. There's cows running in the backyard. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, look. He's like, what do you mean? Look. There's a cow standing over in someone's backyard. (laughs) Just a brown and white cow and all that. Just standing in someone's backyard, okay? So we backed backed the trailer up. Mm -hmm. As soon as we backed the trailer up, have you ever chased a dog? Yeah. Like they got loose. Yeah. It did exactly what a dog does. Started freaking (laughs) out. (laughs) Ran. Deer in the headlights look. <laughs> Dude, it was incredible. How many how many cows were there? Seven on the left and then one on the right. At least one on the right. Oh I counted at least seven because I'm like, how? Like, yeah, where'd they come from? What's what's going on? There Why has to be a there has to be a dairy farm nearby. My uncle said there was, but there has to be a dairy farm somewhere close. Do they just kind of get out or something? Probably they had to have, there had I mean, to have been a busted fence and they just kind of ran for had it. To have, we wanted to take one. I mean, beef, just fill up the freezer. See? No, nah, it's a terrible thing to do. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, well, let's, don't, don't steal cows. So I'm going to start stealing cows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hear me out on this. Okay. If you ever see me with a surplus of beef, see me with a surplus of steak, ribs maybe, don't ask, just take. Let me tell you, just give me a loin so that way I can dry age it. Dude. I'll give you a cow. I mean, at that point, if, I mean, I'm, that taking, point, was... if I'm taking one, I can take two. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's... I have a freezer that could definitely use a whole cow inside of it. That freezer could definitely fit it in there. I think I think it'd be packed to the brim, but I think they would just barely fit. Hold on. Anything that didn't fit in there, I mean, we just have to eat it. We're going to take out some of these veggies, these ice pops. All right, take out the kids' popsicles. And then you might be able to fit it in. Gonna take out your wedding cake too. You don't need that. Nah, they had the top part of the wedding cake. Yeah, you That's don't need still that. in there. I know. I see it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. We're not, we're taking that out. I'll let your dog eat that. Let my dog. It'll, eat it'll be cake. fine. It'll be fine. Nat- Natalie's on board. I know oh, she is. Jesus Christ, she would kill you. She'd be like, no, That's it. Well, I mean, wouldn't it be the first time she got mad at me? Oh my god! Remember that time we went out and you <laughs> for your birthday. Mike and I met you out. Yeah. And I get blamed for the condition you left in. Oh, my God. That wasn't my fault. And you know that. First of all, it wasn't my fault. Dude. It was you, 100% your fault. You were drinking at dinner. Got there. You were buzzed. 
Next thing you know, I got a shot of a smoked whiskey. It was pretty good. It wasn't even a shot. It was a nice, it was a big glass full. It was a double. It was more than a double. I'm telling you already. I walked up. I'm sipping mine. You walk up. Oh, thanks. Down it all and you're gone. That's probably the start of it. After a few more beers. I think you had two beers after that and you were done. Mm -hmm. Mike told you not to drop something. You dropped it twice. And broke it. Sounds sounds like me. I don't know why you trust me anymore. It's not the first time that no, that's happened. It, it is not. It is not the first time. But anyway, <clears throat> back to the cows. There's a guy on TikTok. I don't mm-hmm. follow, but he shows up on my uh, for you page. Yep. For you page. I know you don't have TikTok anymore. Your wife let me know because she sent sent you stuff for a while. Oh my she, god, she got so mad at me because <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't responding to her TikToks. I'm like, I don't even have it. Dude, she thought, yeah, she thought she was looking at, she thought you were looking at all of them, just not responding. Yeah, you don't even have it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, so I thank God the company has a TikTok page you don't even look at. I can't wait to post things on there. Yeah, go ahead. No, I will. Trust me. You post whatever you want. <laughs> I have a video from that night I was just talking about. It might I go will on just there. trust you to just do whatever. Go ahead. That's cool. <laughs> but anyway. TikTok is not going to bother me because I'm never going to see it. But, oh, no, I'll make sure you see it. <laughs> let me let me tell you. But anyway, this guy on TikTok, his name is, um. his old name was Brian Johnson. Okay. Okay. He um, now goes by Liver King. Okay. This guy does the ancestral way of living. Okay. He. You're talking like post, like pre-modernization, right? Yes. For okay. the most part. Let me tell you, he doesn't Talk wear shoes unless he has to. Hunter-gatherer type? Kind of, okay. but not really. If if he does what he can, right. I know before he's gone on like hunts to Africa, he's done South America hunts, to whatever. But he doesn't always, but he tries to get the most fresh, organic, right. as close to that as possible. Yep. But he, he doesn't wear shoes unless okay. he has to. Okay. I've never seen this guy wear a shirt. Okay. Okay. He, um, his house, he has a big house. Right. So I, I guess it should start by when I first saw him, he had a big house. Right. I saw this. I'm like, this dude's talking about ancestral living, but he has this huge house. Okay. His bedroom, you know how, like, you have those, um, those blockers you can put, like, on your wallets and stuff there. You can't get signal. Like, yeah, like, like it stops, uh, cell phone signals. So kind of like that. Okay. Imagine that in your walls, in your roof, in your floor of your bedroom. He okay. doesn't let any electricity in his bedroom besides, like, a bedroom light. And even that, I don't even know if that's a thing. Right. He said that's his, he doesn't say cave, but, like, safe space. Mm-hmm. So I saw that, and I'm like, this guy's a whack job. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's an absolute whack job. But I started watching. He is, he's built. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, I, okay, you saw him. Yeah, you told me to look him up, so I looked him the, up real quick. I really didn't look too far in depth. Do you see that? Do you see his abs? Yeah, like they are those real? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think those abs are real. That's I, all I'm saying. I think that they're just. But here's the thing. So I started. I started watching him, and I'm like, why is he a thing? Why is he popular? The way he eats is what gets him going. He eats a lot of food. Right. He's a lifter. He lifts weights. Yep. He does these, forgot these walks. It's simulated hunt, I believe he calls it. I think it's with like 
375 combined pounds of weight. Okay. Between a backpack, two kettlebells, ankle weights, and a sled you're pulling. Mm-hmm. I think you pull it for a mile. Okay. Straight. You can set the kettlebells down. You can't take anything else off. You can stop. You just have to finish it. Right. That would suck. Dude, that honestly, that just sounds terrible. And the thing like, is, he doesn't even use straps or anything for his the kettlebells. So it's all hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you think after like a little while, like your hands would get so sweaty and they're just... Right. You know, I've seen him do it in the pouring something. rain. I've seen him doing it in the hot sun. I've seen him doing it in the desert. Everything. So working out like that, I think the physique he has, natural steroids. I'm not saying he does steroids. Right. I'm just saying... It could, there's, saying, a, there's a case. Jacked. There's a case. He's jacked. The dude's and jacked. if he's all natural, I can I applaud him. Right. And the way he eats and whatever is out of this world. So the first time I saw him, he had, I think it was 12 cheeseburgers. Okay. Damn. Uh, his quote-unquote salad, which was a bowl of pork rinds. Okay. Salad. He doesn't <laughs> eat vegetables. Okay. Not for the most meat. part, all meat, all meat and carbs. So he, for carbs, he has potatoes for the most part. He has normal potatoes, sweet potatoes, whatever. He has a um, he has a liver king conco- concoction, which is you just see it. It's like powder and then like like it's powder, some like almost yogurt looking stuff. And like you don't know what that is. You look at it and you're like, okay, right, whatever, right. What is it? And then there's liver, not cooked, Ooh. raw liver, with syrup on it. That's gross. I guess it helps. Okay, so you know, you know, what the liver does. Yes. It filters out the toxins in your body. Yes. His his idea of that is because if it's filtering it out, it's gonna help him. No, there's no way. You're just eating all the toxins. So that means pretty much whatever your body didn't want or whatever the animal whose liver you're eating didn't want, that's what you're eating. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm on board with you. When you cook it, you cook out all those toxins. Absolutely. First of all, I don't like liver. I don't like liver. I don't like the chalkiness of it. It's when you eat it. It's so uh, chalky. It's just I, I don't like liver to begin with. Yeah. But to eat it raw... You're eating every single toxin that whatever animal it came from didn't want. Yep. And you're not you're not filtering it out. You're not cooking it to get rid of all of that. So you're just inhaling toxin pretty much. So like, all right, so I saw that. At this point, I'm just telling my full story on how I know what yep. Liver King is. Yep. I didn't know I was going into this far detail, but here we yep. are. So I saw him do that. I never saw him eat the liver. No. Okay, never. Okay. But then I saw... Hopefully he didn't. <laughs> oh, let me... I'm not hopefully, done. Hopefully he didn't for his sake. So I saw on um, on TikTok, another one just came up randomly. I don't even follow the guy. He just shows up. Mm-hmm. And it was um, on the Bellator TikTok, which is like the boxing MMA or something. Bellator, it's one of the... I feel really stupid for not knowing this, but I think it's boxing or something. I, what, what, regardless, I it, does, it doesn't matter. I couldn't matter. even tell you. I don't know. So there was two. You could tell these people were opponents. Right. There was two people sitting on each side of them. In front of them was a plank. 
Okay. 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 I'm following you. Like so you would far. get beef Wellington on. It's it, very Ooh. nice. Yeah. So beef well, you all right. I I wasn't really paying attention. I think I'd watched it like early in the morning one day, and um. So. I look down, and it's raw liver. So you have three things, and it's at least one or two pounds of raw liver on this thing for all three of them. I'm looking down. I'm like, all right, watch. You're going to cut out so you can't see anything. No, and I watched them eat the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> liver King is taking handfuls, shoving it in his mouth, and eating it. Once again, it goes back to the exact same point I just said. Gross. It's uh, gross. And then the it's, other two were doing just the same. I mean. Just a little bit less. But he did that raw, shoving it in his mouth and eating it. Okay. Like. What? No, <laughs> no. There's no way. You'd never catch me. You'd never catch me, first of all, eating liver. I mean, I know a lot of people like it. Good for you. You know, if you like it, it's your thing. It's one of those, you know. You got to have a certain knack for it in order to actually like it. But to eat it raw is just a whole nother level. And no, 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 no. It's, I don't know the health behind it, but just the thought of what it does for the body and eating it raw, knowing that it's still in that state of, I mean, who knows? Maybe they, maybe does it clean it out beforehand? Not bloody and all that. Like, but do they like flush it or like, I don't know. Soak it out or something. Cut. I mean, I'm going to be honest on this plank. It looked it looked just the same as like a raw steak. So I'm assuming not. I'm assuming it's not flushed. It's taken right out. I've seen them hold freaking fresh liver. Yeah. Come out right out of the animal, holding it just like the, right in front of them. Like, uh, knowing what the liver does, I would never know. But see here, I'm going to give you a high point about this. Okay. You give me a high point. So I guess it started. Proteins in it? No. no. I I wish I knew the facts, but I don't want to know the facts. So I guess this all started when his kid got real sick. Okay. They took him to the hospital, had no way of knowing how to cure him, whatever, sent him home. He started this whole way of eating. And that's what caused all this. His kid got better, I guess. Mm -hmm. At least that's what the story is. His kid or his wife. I think it was his kid. And, yeah, that's what happened. But... So I told you he has this very nice house. Right. He has very everything. I I didn't understand it. But then in some of his videos, he started smacking a protein thing off the thing, which was in his he started just drinking a protein shake. Mm-hmm. He has so many brands that he is the owner of. Oh really? Yes, ancestral brands. Like there's I don't know all the names of them, but like got your protein, got your there's actually liver like protein, beef protein, all this. Oh, and he just kind of owns that. He what owns he does. it, yes. So that's how he gets all this money. That's how. So if this, all this really works, fantastic. Yeah. But it may not. You never know. I mean, that's one of the gambles you take. Well, I mean, I'm. <laughs> you won't see me eating that. Like <laughs> I could, I could yeah. definitely eat a steak. I could definitely eat. I can eat a. I can eat a. A medium rare steak, or even less than cook the medium rare, not not rare. In between, other than that, no. I'm not doing what he does, and I never will. See, I've had some good rare steak. I will mess with the rare steak on occasion. I'm not one of those. That's not my 
my go-to order. You already then you're eating it raw already, so you can just go eat some liver. It's fine. But it's cooked enough where all the talk to- all the harmful bacteria is nope. off of it. Nope. It, it oh, yeah. just because the grill took two times on each side does not mean it's all out of there. You're telling oh. me the middle is out of there? No, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. I'm telling you I take that risk by eating it medium rare because, you know, I'm saying the same thing. It's not cooked all the way through. The only people who are safe from everything are the people who eat shoe leather for steaks. Okay? Give me mid-rare. No, that, people eat well done. Like, they want to start gnawing on my Nikes. <laughs> all right? Like, that's what we're about. That's what we're about. But knowing this about wraps things up. Um, All right, I think we got everything for first episode, season two, Sturgeon Outdoors, coming to you. Make sure you check out all our social medias, and we'll talk to you later. See ya.